0: Good morning and good afternoon, everyone, depending on wherever you are at the time of this recording. This is episode 32 of the Restricted Zone podcast. It's been a while, and I'm here with my fellow co-host, Kyrie. Introduce yourself, man. Yo, yo, what's good, guys? Yes, sir. Chris, introduce yourself, man. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Appreciate it, man. Uh, Mar, introduce yourself, man.
1: What's up, Colin? Thanks for having me today. Appreciate you, man.
0: You get Introduce yourself,
1: man. Hey, man. What's good, McCollum? It's been a while. Appreciate
0: you having me. Always, always. And we got a special guest. Not a special guest, but he's a, one of the uh, the original guys, man. He's coming back and make Dude, a return. Special, man. I ain't nobody special. <laughs> <laughs> Join in. Let's go, man. Introduce you yourself. How you guys doing? Glad to be here, as always. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, so right now we're going to do a combination of NFL and NBA You know, uh, usually we do one in particular, but today we're going to combine it. Uh, We're going to start off with the NFL. And, you know, we're going to start off with, like, the most shocking news. Uh, So Carson wins. You know, he got traded to the Colts. You know, it was something that was in the bubbling. Uh, You heard the rumors. You heard the talks. You know, you saw the news about it. So it wasn't kind of a surprise, but it kind of was because, you know, uh, it felt like he would stay longer. We kind of pegged him as a franchise quarterback. And, uh, you know, it's just disappointing that he didn't get to stay with us for even half a decade before we know we had to trade him off to the Colts, which everyone thinks it'll be a, a chance for Carson to rejuvenate himself and possibly go
2: back to that 2017 form.
1: But that's, we'll, we'll have to wait for that one. Colin.
3: Hello. Hello?
4: Yeah, we can hear you now, bro.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh so did you guys hear what I just, what I said or did I? We didn't I hear
4: anything,
3: you?
4: man. Wow, didn't we
0: didn't anything. Wow. Sorry about that. Uh so I was gonna talk about uh Carson Wentz and uh him being traded to the Colts. That's what I really had started off. So sorry about the little mess up on my part. So you know Carson Wentz got traded to the Colts. Uh it's pretty pretty big news. And uh it was something that was bubbling in the works. We've been hearing about it. Uh, we saw the news, you know, watched the reports, and then it finally happened. Uh, it was really disappointing because, you know, he did not even spend half the decade with us before he got traded. And uh, we pegged him as a franchise guy, and he was big. He was a big part of us even making a run to the Super Bowl, our only Super Bowl. So, you know, it was really disappointing seeing him get traded. A lot of people think him going to the Colts will give him a chance to rejuvenate his career and possibly go back to that 2017 for I mean, who really knows? But I'm going to swing that to Jonah and, and just tell me your thoughts. I you got a lot on this topic.
5: So, I mean, just just talk to me, man. Just what's your thoughts and reaction towards others? Look, man, you know, when, when, I, first, when I heard the news, because I've been following, I was, you know, every day just driving to and from work, just listening to sports radio nonstop, just, you know, waiting for the news, waiting for it, waiting for it. And it just felt like I was pulling teeth, man because like I'm I'm like we knew this was inevitable as soon as we drafted Jalen Hurts I'm like yeah this this is done this relationship is coming to an end soon and although I still saw it coming it was still a bit of a gut punch because it's like it's like you said like this shouldn't have happened like five years in and we're getting rid of the guy who we thought was our franchise quarterback the guy who we gave up so much just to move up to the second you know spot in the 2016 draft to get and then you pay him the contract that you pay him it it just doesn't make sense um I'm not gonna you know argue whether he should have been traded or not I felt like the writing was just on the wall again as soon as they you know went ahead and drafted Jalen Hurts I felt like Carson he wasn't gonna want to be here anymore and I was right because you know why why would you if you're Carson Wentz like I know people are, you know, are saying, oh, he should have just, you know, sucked it up and competed. But when you pay a guy a contract that you pay him and then pretty much tell him to his face, like we kind of don't have trust in you, or we don't, you know, we don't think you're the same guy that we, you know, drafted several years ago. When you draft this replacement like that in the second round, I feel like, you know, as a player, (laughs) you're going to feel like you're not wanted there anymore. And then of course, you know, the whole way that, like, how the fans were treating him, how the media was treating him, it's like, the whole Nick Foles situation.
0: How does podcast were treating him because none of these guys like Carson Wentz. So, <laughs> I man. mean,
5: look, it's your opinion. Whatever your opinion is on the guy, you can have it. You know, whether you think he's a scrub, what do you think he's, you know, he's still got that MVP talent in him. I still think personally that, that he has that talent in him, and I felt that he was – you know, failed by the organization, because there's no, there should be no excuse why you're giving away who you think is a franchise guy. After giving him the contract that you gave him, it it just felt like it was premature. It felt like it was just like, he either, you know, was forced out of here, or the organization, you know, felt like they were forced to let go of him because he didn't want to be here. I don't know exactly what the details are, but I just know that it it left a bad feeling in my in my stomach, and I I still feel like, you know.
0: I I feel like I'm definitely feeling the sentiment too. I felt like we definitely should have gave Carson. I mean, you know, some more time, maybe one more season. But you know, I mean, they felt like it was time for him to move on. You know, you can't give a guy that type of money and not have him play. So, uh, I mean, like I said, as Eagles fans real disappointed for that. I mean, Chris. I mean. So, the, Jalen Hurts, man, I mean, you, you think he's our future? I mean, for the, the Eagles to the trade Carson? Say, listen, man, we got to get you up and out of there.
3: I mean, just because y'all trade Carson doesn't mean Jalen Hurts is the quarterback going forward because there were reports that y'all looking to draft a quarterback for their first-round selection. So, I mean, it's the Dawn new era, you can say that, and I mean – Everybody, I think, at one point or another throughout the offseason, season, we all knew this news was coming. So I'm, I wasn't really surprised when I got the notification. It was just like it was—it was about time. Or okay, I mean, nothing really big, but I mean, I think this is going to be the, this is the best change that Carson was going to have to rejuvenate his career, though. That's—I mean, I don't really have many words on it, but that's like the best thing I can say.
0: Okay, that's pretty fair. I mean. Jalen Hurts, you know, I mean, we can only be optimistic about him. And, you know, if we do select this quarterback in the first round. I mean, listen, Lodge, I know you're feeling pretty good. You're still elated. Your team won the Super Bowl, but we got to bring you back to earth. We got to bring you back to Philly, man. Talk to me. What's your thoughts about the Carson Wentz train? You think Jalen Hurts is the future?
2: I wouldn't Um, say the future, but. <clears throat> yeah, you can hear me.
0: Oh, I hear you perfectly. You All right,
2: so I mean, I wouldn't say he's a future. So guess. Uh, so, uh, so I mean, not yet to me, honestly. Um, like Chris said, it it is a course, going around that you are playing. You possibly could be planning and drafting another quarterback in the first round, which would be crazy. Um, <laughs> honestly, I feel like if anything, you should guys could you should go after uh, maybe a young, a young offensive uh, star, maybe like Jamar Chase or maybe Kyle Pitts, which I also heard about you guys. But um, as far as Carson Wentz goes, I feel as though – I mean, it was inevitable, but I feel like you guys would have paid off a lot better if you uh, traded him a lot earlier than you guys were supposed to.
1: Okay, that
0: sounds fair. I mean, I definitely don't disagree with what you said. We could have got Matthew Stafford, you know, instead of Carson Wentz had we pulled a trigger earlier. But we kind of like thought a little too highly of his uh, value in the trading market. I mean, Kyrie, as an Eagles fan, I know you weren't too fond of Carson. I so what's your thoughts about this?
4: So as an Eagles fan, I'm just overall disappointed because I feel like with this trade, we decided to hit the reset button. And we're not in we're not really in a good position to put the talent and the the young stars around our team. We don't we making this trade, we took the biggest cap hit in history of $33 million just to get out of Carson West contract. And we traded the Rams a whole bunch of future picks to to uh to get the pick to acquire him in 2016. So I think outside of this uh this one first round pick that we have this year, we just have we just didn't put ourselves in a good position to put guys around Jalen Hurts to succeed.
3: Oh man, we
0: definitely didn't uh give him the best of time. Maybe that 2017, 2018 was the only time we gave him the pieces mm-hmm. uh for him to really up.
4: Another thing I wanted to add on too was that the Eagles are saying that they wanted to bring in somebody as competition kind of to see um against Jalen Hurts to see who they, they want to bring in as our starting quarterback but I don't see why we wouldn't go ahead and give Jalen Hurst the keys because we, I don't see us doing anything anytime soon. So we might as well give him the keys, let him learn. And we just go from there. We just build around from there. Well, so,
0: all right. Well, before I, I go to Mar, this is a question I want to touch on what Kyrie had just said uh, about us, the, the Eagles. So what is our current state right now? Are we in a rebuilding stage or what, what exactly are
3: we right now? Uh,
5: stage, bro. It's,
3: it's got to be rebuilding. I mean, look at who y'all just – look at who three people y'all just got rid of. I mean, I know Deshaun Jackson was here. I don't think he was here for the championship team, but y'all got rid of veterans, all veterans. So, at this point, I mean, I feel like more moves are going to come. I know I said you are going to get rid of all veterans, but something's changing, and y'all got, just got rid of a head coach. So, I
4: mean – like, rid of Zach Ertz, also another veteran.
3: Well, he's not – well, he's not the team yet, but he's expecting to not be on the team next year. But – but just all these examples is – if it's not rebuilding, it's – I don't know what it is. It's middle of the pack. It has to be rebuilding at this point.
5: If, if you look at the roster just from head to toe, is how can you not be in the rebuild mode? It's – like, we, we've been so focused on the quarterback position all these years that there are – like, so many holes have opened up on the roster. The, the O-line is old. You know, the D-line is getting old. We still have no solid linebackers outside of Alex Singleton. Our secondary is Darius Slay on an island, just pretty much just by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, say, yeah, I don't have any safety. The been, receivers. I don't do I have to say anything about the receiver court? Like, no, like, you don't. Come on, it, okay. this. Another,
4: another thing I wanted to add to was that this is. I feel like this is probably one of the worst times of going to go into rebuilding this stage because the NFC East is wide open right now. Nobody knows if Dak Prescott is going to be back with the Cowboys next time. Um, next season comes around, and the what. Even though the uh, Washington football team has been looking better, they're still suspect. And to me, the Johns is still suspect, too. So, a time like this where the NFC is wide open is just, just a disappointing time to go into rebuild and move. Oh, man. All so,
5: gotta, before you go on, all I got to say, man, is just thank God that the Sixers are doing what they're doing right now because <laughs> I'd, be I'd be pretty depressed right now. Well, I mean, oh, before,
3: before you go to my just have one more thing, I'd like to say about the Eagles. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really familiar with the Eagles front office I know Jonah is way more than me but I remember last offseason they acquired uh, Will Parks now uh just on a quote-unquote personal no Will Parks and my brother used to play football together so my family somewhat knows his. but no, nonetheless they brought a Will Parks um to be a safety because they needed a safety out there and they thought he was experienced enough that maybe he could teach somebody but he could be a starting caliber safety but why is it that when y'all signed him to a nice deal because he took less money to come to y'all than when he could have resigned with Denver for much more. He took less money and only played on special teams, never never really got on the field as this. And I don't know if it was because oh, I right he didn't here. like him. I don't know if yeah. he was playing bad. I mean, I didn't really see any injury reports on him. So, I'm not I really mean, saying. yeah,
0: I
2: mean,
3: that I that's lost. kind of befuddling too. I mean, if you guys know that one,
5: I'm not I me. Mean, I mean, that sounds I mean, like Chris policy. pretty lost on that, that one. That sounds like I some price was a politics that just sound like that sounds like some inner organization politics that was going on that we really because i really never got a clear answer on that either like why was like what was the point of bringing him in it's not like we're deep at the safety position so why are we getting rid of you know a talented player like that so that had me confused too man so go to the
0: next person then it, it doesn't make sense i mean uh, Mar, you know, Giants, you know, rivals, you guys still suck. We're kind of we, – we suck
1: too. But what's, <laughs> <Yeah>. your <thoughts? laughs> what's your thoughts on the – We're way it? better than y'all. Well. We are way better than y'all. Well. Yeah, we should have swept y'all, but, you know, Evan Ingram dropped the ball. But that's a good well, thing. Saquon didn't play the – you know, but there's well, no
5: Alright, that's so nice. uh can argue with that. You you really can't like I can't argue with anybody like with anything. You we got nothing to say, bro. Alright, Jonathan, thanks for uh,
0: yeah. ha- waving <laughs> up the white flag pretty early. But okay, uh, like unlike you, I'm a fighter. But Mar- gonna Mar- bro. I'm gonna let
5: Mar. Count that tight. I was a loss, bro. You gonna
0: <laughs> Alright, Mar, what's your thoughts about Carson? Because you wasn't really a fan of Carson Wins either. So what's your thoughts about him going to the coast? And you think Hurts is the future for us moving forward?
1: I mean, Carson, he – um, <clears throat> I think Carson can shine somewhere else. I really don't think he's the type to really fit your guy's offense. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Carson because of his decision-making and because of what he's bringing to the team. When you put Dalen Hurts in the game, you could see the different energy that he was bringing, even in, like, the first couple of games where he was only in just to run the ball. You saw his energy even when he ran the ball. He wanted more. Time? Time. He wanted to stay in the game. He wanted. But I feel like Carson was shine somewhere else in a different team. So if he goes to a different team and improves, I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't think he wanted to be in a situation with Philly. He took it personal. When um with the draft pick you guys made by taking Jalen Hurts. And that's just that's on him. He underperformed. He could have. So what you
0: say? Carson Wentz was just uh, just weak-minded. He was too weak-minded. You know, he couldn't have been more open about the situation. Or you think there was just no coming back from that? It was just too disrespectful in the Eagles end?
1: I can't say it's too disrespectful because it's just – that's just how Carson Wentz is. He folded under pressure. They took a quarterback. That was his chance to prove that it was still his team, <clears throat> and that was the wrong decision they made, and he didn't do that. So them taking the quarterback, it still look good on their part. So I really don't think it was disrespect. It was something that they saw coming. All right, that's what he
2: said. The same thing that got done to Aaron Rodgers, too, and he ended up stepping up.
1: So Yeah, he stepped up. So you put people in the same position, it just depends who's on to the occasion and who knows. It's to be off.
5: fair, those are like the Aaron Rodgers point, that's a good point. But to be fair, he's 37. So the Packers felt like, well, we got to do something because he's getting up in age, and they—I I don't think the Packers expected him to have the season that he had. I don't think anyone kind of—I mean, Mar would probably be my, my only bet. <laughs> so. Mar, I'm, Mar for sure did, but right. the Packers—I don't think he they expected him to be MVP. But he, Carson I mean, Wentz was twenty-eight. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers.
2: Huh? But but also Carson Wentz is twenty-eight, but hasn't really been playing. Right. right, like a 28-year-old right now, That's so, right. like, you can't, you can't, hold, you can't
5: hold your team for season, drafting a quarterback. I with no 500-yard receivers, so I felt like – I think it was that, that first-round injury that kind of just – I think that was, like, the final straw. I think him just suffering that concussion and just not being able to finish another season, I felt like that was just, like, the last nail in the coffin because he did look good you know, at least in the second half of that, of that 2019 season. Yeah, we played the NFC East the last four weeks of the season, but he looked good. Y'all can't say he didn't. You know what? There's
0: one key thing Jonah mentioned actually about the receivers. Yeah, so, I mean, our quality of receivers for Carson weren't actually uh, the most desirable. But in one, one receiver in particular, who joined the team uh, coming into the season was Deshaun Jackson, you know, and it was a lot of expectations. They thought it would be a match made heaven for Carson. And Deshaun Jackson, but obviously things didn't end as well. You know, he got hurt. He's an injury prone, injury prone quarterback with an injury prone wide receiver. So I mean, so and he gets released from the Eagles. I mean, what what? What's your thoughts and feedback on that one? Talk to me. I mean, go ahead, Jonah. Turn it down.
5: Um, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, I was I was excited when Deshaun Jackson came back because obviously he was one of my favorite players growing up. I remember him being drafted way back in 2008 it feels like yesterday you know when he was drafted and he came here and i'm just like bro when i when i found out we drafted him all i did was just go like i went on youtube and just looked up highlights of him at cal and i just watched it on repeat just his dynamic you know play his ability to just like stretch the field so easily and i'm just like bro like we man. McNabb, knowing how he likes to throw the deep ball and he finally got like a guy who he can throw deep to consistently i'm like yeah this is going to be a match made in heaven and i mean for a couple of years it was he was a pro bowler a few times and you know he was like it was it, it was like he was reaching like Devin hester levels of punt return I'm like yo don't punt to this man like do not kick this man the ball you're gonna regret it like it was just he was so fun to watch and i'm like and we got rid of him prematurely too. And, you know, that was the whole, you know, that was Chip Kelly and all his badness. You know, that's a whole nother topic. But, you know, when Deshaun Jackson came back. I'm thinking, okay, like we got a little, you know, we got a little spark that we were missing here. We got like a deep threat again. And, you know, the first week against Washington, 2019, two bombs. And I'm thinking Carson finally, he's finally like, you know, Deshaun Jackson is not like a number one receiver, you know, so to speak. But you know, he's still one of the best deep threats in the game, even at his age. Or you know, so we thought, and then he just disappears. He's like he's like the avatar. He just disappeared when he needed the most. <laughs> he was gone for the whole year, and then you come back this year, and again he doesn't even start the season. Now is just we're just waiting. You know, when he's going to return. Him and Alshon, when are they going to return? They're going to return. I mean, man. Jack for the Dallas game. A deep bomb from Hurts. Like, okay, we've got something going here. And then he just disappears again. It's just like, man, it's.
0: I man. mean, what what was the rest of you guys thoughts on Deshaun Jackson as a wide receiver as a whole? You guys think his, he can find another team that would give him an opportunity or you think it's time for him to call it quits? He's injury prone. He's up there in the age. He shows he still got his athleticism. I mean, what do you think about that, Chris?
2: Uh, all
3: right. So, um, basically, like Jonah, uh, even though I hate the Eagles for my very personal reasons, uh, I was a fan of Deshaun Jackson. Where what, 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 what are those personal reasons? Oh, because I, I just don't like the way they disrespect legends here. Or not even legends, but just great players. Gotcha. All right. But like I said, that's just my personal reason. Like, they, I feel like they just pick the hell out of McNabb and no ones, But that's just me. Anyway, though, again, yeah, but yeah, I was a fan of Deshaun Jackson. And actually, even though, again, I hate the Eagles, one of my favorite teams to watch was uh, the Eagles, I think it was 2011, with Vick, McCoy, McMacklin, and Jackson. That was one of the most exciting offenses I'd, have, I'd ever seen.
0: Definitely. Because
3: they, they could beat you with the run. The pass didn't matter. That a quarterback that was dual threat. So, it like, it was like a match made in heaven when I saw that. So, but didn't last i think that what this showed and what i think we all know or maybe we have an idea is that he is he's washed he's done he he can't do what he what he's supposed to be was supposed to be doing and it sucks because i mean we all know how dynamic he was and what he can bring to a team he's always a deep threat but like colin was saying like what is the pass five years or basically ever since he left the Eagles every team he's been to he's kept getting injured like he just kept getting injured that's why he left Washington that's why Washington got rid of him that's why Tampa Bay didn't resign him and I mean that's why the Eagles just released him he just kept getting hurt he couldn't bring that same that threat that he once was and it's just it's just find the time I mean I think at this point somebody should still give him a chance because I mean his speed's still there which is it which is good but I don't think should give him a chance, but I I think it's time for him to retire. Though
0: the athleticism isn't there to you, you don't think he's still there? I, I, mean,
3: I mean, the speed's still there, but I mean, like I mean, you see it though. It's even though the speed's still there, it's not like we're watching Deshaun anymore. Mm, okay, all right.
0: I mean, do you guys feel the same sentiment as Chris? You think it's time for him, you know, to hang it up, or he could still potentially get that new opportunity? I mean, what's your thoughts on that, uh, uh, Kyrie? What do what you think about that?
4: I'm I'm thinking like. Like you guys were saying, given like his lack of ex- uh, explosiveness now has really hindered him. And of course, like his injury problems throughout the years, I think it's just going to re- really be hard for him to find a team. And if he does, it's going to be like on a one year, one year deal. Maybe he might bounce around for a little bit more, maybe because he has that name of Deshaun Jackson still. And some teams might think they can use him as a veteran presence. But I, I'm I'm not too certain about his, uh, about his future. So any chance?
0: If the thumb still being in the team is just you're banking on the, the his name his like you see or what he's done his resume
1: uh,
0: but you know he's up there in the age you you look at the resume the resume shows a lot and have missing a lot a lot of time, so it's not much to offer on that and I mean uh Elijah, what was you? Your thoughts about this, Sean Jackson? What do you think about his career moving forward?
2: Hello. Uh, Hello? Like Chris, kind of like, yeah, we can hear you. Hello. All right, all right then go ahead. Uh, so basically, like Chris was pretty much uh, towards the end saying, uh, it's pretty much just he look he's looking pretty washed. And when you guys initially signed him a couple years back, I kind of thought to myself. If he can stay healthy, then, yeah, this will be perfectly fine. But right when I thought things were going right for him, he gets hurt just trying to run a route or he gets hurt in practice. So it's just going to show, like, his body's taking a toll and he's not how he used to be. So it might be time for him to go.
0: Okay, that sounds fair. I mean, Mar, I'm going to get straight to the point with you. Would you would you want just Deshaun Jackson as your wide, wide receiver?
1: I mean, not as mine, but I feel like there's a team that could use him. All right, now the Giants.
0: So we make a transition to another quarterback. Uh, a lot of trade rumors heating up with him. No, not Deshaun Jackson, but he's made it clear recently that he still, no matter what, wants to leave Houston. But that's the story for another day. But a lot of Russell Wilson trade rumors has been heating up. We don't know. Uh, he, he's pretty much makes it seem like he doesn't want to come back. So what teams would you guys like to see Russell Wilson go to that would give him the best chance to compete for a Super Bowl? I mean what do you think about that Lodge? Which team do you think would give Russell Wilson the best shot?
2: Uh one of the big uh kind of like um I guess locations he could go to was New Orleans, which was one of his apparently one of his picks. And to me that will pretty much give him exactly what he what he wanted, you know. He has he comes back to a run game, he has an elite receiver. The defense is probably not back to what he's used to, but it's pretty solid. And they have a, a good good coaching staff, like like he's also used to. So I feel like that's that's one of his best locations he could go to.
0: Okay, that sounds fair. I mean, uh, Mar, what team? What team would you want to see Russell Wilson go to that give him the best chance, in your opinion, to compete for a Super Bowl? I mean, this is just
1: something that I would want to see, but I would want him to go to the Rams, but that I don't think that would happen. So if I would um. If I would have yeah, to pick a team, it would probably have to be like, like, like everybody's saying. Well, some people are saying, like, New Orleans, just because they have like an established offense already, they have a run game and they have receivers. So, I mean, that's pretty much New Orleans
0: seems like the the top choice so far. I mean, Kyrie, you think New Orleans is the best choice for him to go to?
4: uh, As far as wanting to win another championship, yeah, New Orleans uh, definitely is the best choice for him. For all the reasons, same reasons Lajon Mars said. But me personally, I don't think, I'm not too sure that Russell Wilson is going to be traded. I think he's just just voicing himself and voicing his opinion towards uh, the Seattle Seahawks organization as far as putting the pieces that he wants around him. And he's just voicing his frustrations about it. I think the Seattle Seahawks need to actually listen to him and listen to what like what his needs could, because nobody knows what uh, nobody knows what he needs more than himself. So if he's telling you that he needs an offensive line, then he needs one. He's been sacked almost five hundred times in his whole in, in his whole career since he's been in twenty twelve. That's like the most um, since like the nineties or something like that. But I think I think the Seahawks just need to listen to him and give him the piece that he needs, that he thinks that is going to make the Seahawks successful again. And I think they the, that they're going to be able to retain him.
0: I, I can't. You know, I agree. I agree with your analysis. Actually, I mean, I really I really do like it from that standpoint. From your perspective, I mean, uh, Chris, New Orleans too, huh? We're we're already four and zero right now.
3: I mean, no, uh, from no. his uh, destination picks or what the place he thought about going. I was intrigued by the Raiders and the Bears. I was very intrigued by those. But to what Kyrie said, I basically agree with everything he was saying. Just he was just voicing his opinion, not saying he wants to go. I don't think he will leave. I think he's gonna stand Seattle for the rest of his career. But I mean, this is just like their chance to now, you know, they really gotta get their stuff together. This is just Russell Wilson just giving them a warning right now. So, but again I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. But off of his Destinations, I would say the Bears, because I mean, just like the Saints. Well, I think the difference is way better than the Saints. They just, but they're just a quarterback away from being a contending team. Well, quarterback and receiver. But if you bring in a quarterback like Russell Wilson, Allen Robinson is going to come back and play with that because that's the best quarterback he's ever played with. Mm. So, right. and I was intrigued by the Raiders, as it's kind of to what Kyrie was saying. Russell Wilson just needs a line, and personally, I think the Raiders have one of the best offensive lines to league with our coaching staff offensively. And we have a defense that hopefully will improve, but I would say Bears more so than Raiders.
0: oh, you know what Chris, and actually there's been some reports about juju uh juju Smith uh he might he, it's a mutual interest joining the Raiders. How do you feel about
3: that? It's just really for you only like, I, mean, you I, I mean you think he'd be a great addition will be i mean he he'll be fine, he'll fit, but it's like that's not helping us we, we, we the last thing i mean we need a receiver, but that's the last thing we need. Got you. But I mean, hey, if he joins, welcome to the team.
0: Welcome to the squad. All right. No, all right. No problem with that. Jonah, last but not
5: least, it's all week New Orleans. I I personally, I I don't see Russell Wilson not being in the Seahawks jersey. I felt like, I mean, we've seen Tom Brady now in the Buccaneers uniform and we've seen him win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, anything is possible at this point. But I personally feel like Russ is just. I mean, he did give a list of teams that he wanted to go to. So it's like, if he really didn't want to go, I mean, why would he openly give out a list of teams? But I mean, hey, I think he's just hes just trying to lobby to get some better players around him. And I think he wouldn't mind going to LA because he wouldn't have to worry about that D-line chasing him everywhere. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah man Bears actually make a lot of sense because, I mean, that defense, it, it's been wasted now for the last three years. I mean, flat out wasted. Oh, so Mister Biskey – like Chicago's offense is just so stale, it's boring. So Mister is not the so answer. Mr. So Mister
0: Bisky, he doesn't cut it. You don't think he's the you future? Know, absolutely not. Is it? <laughs> Get rid of
5: that man now. I, I, I don't know why he's still there. Why? Is, oh, wow. Like, if I'm a Bears fan right now, I'm like, like I, I probably wouldn't want Carson Wentz either. But it's like. They, they wow. need to. Our
0: Carson was definitely an upgrade over I mean It is an
3: upgrade. I, I well, mean, what you, you say? Chris? Quarterback away from possibly being Super Bowl champions. I'm telling
5: you. Yeah, Russell who's Wilson is just a quarterback who's, who's away. That defense, Tariq Cohen is your running back. You got Allen Robinson. You know, you would like another piece. You would like another wideout. But Allen Robinson is, you know, one of the more underrated. A quarterback away
0: from being a Super Bowl. That's Absolutely, awesome. yeah. Where, they're, I'm
3: they're, if they get a Deshaun Watson, a Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, they have that caliber. They're contenders.
5: I can see Deshaun Watson going there because I, I wouldn't mind him going there. He got it. He got to leave. Nah, Watson he to the Bears. Okay. Watson doesn't care about anything <laughs> the Texans are trying to do. He's trying to get out. So. I mean, Chicago. That's a good landing spot for either one of them. But Russell Wilson, I don't see leaving. I like Deshaun Watson to the Bears. Actually, I feel like I
0: personally love that a little bit more. But you know, we're gonna make a transition from the NFL. Uh, we're gonna go to basketball, NBA. So we're gonna focus on a lot of stuff that's been going around around the NBA. So, so one big thing was uh Draymond's comments. Uh, Draymond's comments about. On teams and players when they want to trade or before the deadline, you know, uh, he made some quite big comments about that. I think Kyrie, if you want to touch on that a little bit more. If you don't mind. Hey, Kyrie.
4: Yeah, can you hear me, bro? Yeah, I, yeah,
0: you had yourself on mute. <laughs> you had yourself yeah, on my,
4: mute. my fault. I was, uh, I was trying to get the, the comments to load up. My bad.
0: Okay, I got you. But uh, you know, I mean just I mean just everyone I'm sure everyone heard Draymond's comments about it. Uh I mean so just just what were your thoughts about his comments and do you agree with him personally about should teams uh hold their players out uh even if they know they're gonna trade them for a certain amount of time or you disagree with his statements? I mean, uh what's your thoughts on that one, uh Elijah? What do you think about that?
2: So <clears throat> on Draymond's comments. <clears throat> Uh, you 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 definitely have to feel for him uh, on his comments, definitely because that type of a uh, privilege to be able to kind of like kind of manage your own way and kind of kind of get what you want in in, in your job and you're kind of like in your occupation. So just like only a certain p- kind of amount of players can do that in in any kind of league, and even in the NFL it's even rare. You only see like quarterbacks as are now doing that, but in the NBA you see big time all star players trying to somehow get in their way. But then you got players like maybe Andre Drummond or or Blake Griffin, that aren't kind of getting kind of the treatment they, they kind of deserve, even though they're they're mutually kind of wanting to part ways, which is kind of unfair.
0: Well, and I definitely agree. No, I definitely see a perspective. I, I definitely agree with that a lot, actually. I mean, Chris, what was your thoughts? Uh, what's your two cents on Draymond's comments uh, about the team's benching players, you know, because they're going to trade them before the deadline? What's your thoughts about that?
3: uh for the most part i agree with them i mean i think it is unfair to let a player sit just because you're thinking about getting rid of him because at the end of the day i mean I, i i think i'm saying this correctly i think i am but i players don't players get paid on a on a game basis like every time they play a game they get a check or something like that mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yes yeah. right. like-
3: and right so now you, so now players can't make their money you you send them because they don't because you think about parting ways, but now they can't make their money. And I think it's unfair in that sense because you're taking away not their money but what they love to do. They like to play basketball, so yeah, it's pretty unfair. I mean, and I mean it. That's unfair and like the way they're trading players, is unfair. Like I still remember the Harrison Barnes incident.
1: When yeah, they, they, they traded
3: defense. up during the game. Wow! Right in the middle of the game, just he was just sitting on the bench. Like it's it is unfair. I I agree with Draymond's comments.
0: Exactly. I'm on and I, I definitely what you said resonates with me a lot. I'm I'm definitely standing with Draymond. I mean Mar. I mean w- you agree with Draymond 110% too, or you feel a little bit differently?
1: Oh uh, yeah, because somebody had to say it. Um and I'm glad that he said it and I'm glad the way that he said it because um is usually is not how you is um I'm sorry, my bad. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So when you give people when you give people something to actually talk about and actually something that you can bring to light and you give and you deliver it like that you grab people's attention and you're actually uh doing it for a lot of people that, that that don't have the voice that aren't able to go to the post game interviews so I'm glad Jeremiah spoke out about it because not everybody can uh, talk about it and you know um, be aware of what uh people go through because as far as they're aware, they're just basketball players. Everybody just thinks they just get on the court and play basketball and live a good life. You never know what they're going through. So somebody had to say. So, yeah, I agree with them 110%. Definitely
0: on the last part you say, you don't know what goes on in a person's day-to-day life. You know, maybe that basketball is a stress for them. You know, I definitely couldn't agree anymore with that one. I mean, Jonan, what, what what do you think about that? You know, Draymond's comments. You
5: know, well, I absolutely I absolutely agree. I think there's no argument here, really, to be made. I feel like, you know, whether you agree or disagree, I feel like it's just good for the league that guys are, you know, are, are being fearless like Draymond. That like Draymond has he really doesn't have a filter, and I yeah, love that. Dray- yeah, Draymond always been yeah. a, a. He yeah. never really he never really ever goes overboard with the things that he says but he it seems like more often than not he's making good points when he does speak and i think he's using this platform the correct way and i feel like more players in all leagues should have the confidence should be able to go up and just say what's on their mind without having you know to worry about you know what consequences could come from that and he's absolutely right i mean it's it's hypocritical from the league you know to to treat guys like that but when they you know when players you know, turn the tables and they say, oh, I want out, then they're unprofessional. No. If a guy is like, you know, like a Deshaun Watson, like if a guy is being mistreated and or if a guy feels like, he, you know, doesn't have a chance to win somewhere, then he should be able to just say, like, I, I want out. And, you know, players shouldn't be demonized for that. And if they are going to be demonized for that, then organizations should be demonized for the way that they treat players, you know, Definitely. the other way, right?
0: Absolutely. I agree with that. I definitely like the last part you said, you know, if you're gonna demonize players, you know, organizations gotta be held to a certain extent of accountability. I definitely couldn't agree with you more. Kyrie, did I get to touch on you and your thoughts on this topic? Like what are Andre, Andre Ma's comments? Just what were your thoughts on that?
4: No, nah, no, nah, but I'll go ahead real quick. Everybody made really good points. Um, I want to touch on one of Chris's points that he made though I think that really stood out to me. Um, saying that it affects players that get paid on they get paid on the uh, game. Game by game basis. And I was also thinking about that earlier from a standpoint that players also have a uh, game and incent- like game uh, like contract incentives for their games. I don't know how to really explain it, but like if you shoot a certain free throw percentage, you get you make this much more money on your contract, stuff like that. So I'm looking at it a standpoint of Andre Drummond. What if he doesn't get traded? He shot out 10, 15, 20 games for no reason and is holding him back from me and his incentives to get uh, his bonus pay. So that's, that's, that was one of my main things about it. And I also look at Draymond's comments when he referred to James Harden, who, uh, who had his situation earlier in the season when he wanted to be traded and he uh, eventually got traded to Brooklyn. Uh, I, one, I feel like he could have handled the situation better, but I, I feel what Draymond was saying when he referred to – when he referred to that and said that he got dogged by the media and stuff like that. But the teams could pretty much treat players however much they want. We're supposed to just go with it. They're supposed to just go with it and, and play basketball. So that those were the two like I definitely agree with them, but those, those were the two points that kind of stood out to me the most.
0: Yeah. yeah, and then those points definitely resonated with uh you know with what we definitely call a words uh, uh, and like and Mar said is it, the way we're gonna make a transition to the king of the end planet. Everyone can agree to that uh so you know he's having a monster year he could potentially win MVP if he keeps playing like this even though the Lakers are on the 4 game last time I checked they were four games uh they lost a four game losing streak but LeBron is still dominant as ever uh honestly uh it's actually been some debate around the sports world uh whether this is the best version of LeBron we've uh we've seen you know considering his age and how he's still efficient you know, 25 points per game, eight rebounds a game, eight assists a game, you know, and he's still dominant at his age. So, I mean, Mar, what's your thoughts about LeBron? Do you think this is the best version of LeBron we've ever seen?
1: Um, No, I'm not going to say that because if this was the best version, they wouldn't be on the fourth game losing streak. Okay, okay. Fair. So, with that being said, LeBron James doesn't even like losing two games in a row. So, I've seen, like, not saying – It's solely on him, but you know when you have to carry a team, you can always do more in some situations or in some moments. So I don't feel like this is the best. I feel like he hasn't really lost a step. I feel like he still is the best in the league, but no, because they wouldn't be on the four game losing streak then.
0: Okay, that's definitely solid. You know, I mean, I don't see, I don't see a hole in that argument. I mean, why do you think this is the best LeBron we've seen? King James.
2: Um in a way yes but in in March point no and he he has he has he's he's exactly right in, in that in, in that sense but i do want to bring up a point that d wade said in, uh, on gilbert gilbert arena's podcast he said it's, it's the simple fact that he doesn't need to rely on his athleticism more anymore and he can do everything else without any like extra thought everything is just him and he doesn't have any like weight on his shoulders anymore because he's not like bounced it just using his athleticism now because as you see his jumper is getting a lot better he's still getting his teammates involved no matter who's around him at some type of in, in some type of way uh maybe his defense isn't as as great as it used to be he's not making those great plays again but he's not a liability he's, he's still capable to defend um he's still able to rebound and and he's obviously scoring still at, at, at an amazing rate at his age so and you do have to put in a point. He's barely gotten hurt in his career. So alone, maybe this is like the greatest you've seen him because nobody's ever been able to take it to this point ever. So
0: I would say how many 36 year olds, uh, you know, or you can even think of that's played this well as LeBron in the NBA. Definitely you could count uh, on, only on, on one hand. But uh, I mean, Chris, I mean, what's your thoughts about LeBron? This, uh, you know, you think this is the best version of LeBron we've ever seen?
3: Uh, no, based on the last comments, I mean, I really agree with a lot with Laja saying. I mean, it kind of is yes and no, but I mean, like Mar was saying, I agree with him when he said this. He just never really lost a step. Well, I mean, technically he did a little bit athletically, but at the same time, his jump shot has improved tremendously. So, I mean, it's, I'm gonna say it's the best LeBron we've ever seen. It's just he's just Bron. He's just he's just he just doesn't slow down. He just he, he does not. Like he gets better with age. He just never uh what's the one look diminishes like how other superstars diminish when they get older he just doesn't diminish leBron
0: ages like wine man I mean he just I don't think LeBron's ever had a damn year. Never. I don't think he's ever he's never averaged less than twenty points a game. I mean and with that being said, I mean Kyrie how you feel about you think this this year a LeBron his best version his age?
4: So it's it's kind of hard to compare versions of LeBron because to be honest, he's the same dominant LeBron that we see season in the season out, whether it's in the regular season or it's in the play or it's in the playoffs. I mean, this year he's putting up like he's putting up 26, eight and eight, which is pretty much on track with his career, uh, career, uh, line in 27, seven and seven. So it's like, like Chris was saying, like Chris and Mario and everybody else in pointing, he's, he's the same old Bron. He he just hasn't missed a step. And it's kind of hard. It's just kind of hard to compare him to other LeBrons that we've seen in the past, whether it be Cleveland, like the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Cavs, bronze, even uh, whether it's in his first season or uh, his second stint there or the Miami Heat, Bron. It's just, it's just too hard to compare because he's equally dominant wherever he goes. And he makes his team just as dominant wherever he goes. Okay.
0: Uh, you know what? I, I like some of the points you made. Uh, LeBron has been dominant in season in, season out, and you know, sometimes we kind of get used to his excellent. It, it we almost normalize by what LeBron does because he's been excellent for practically nine, 98% of his career, just disregarding the 2011 finals. Uh, but I mean, Jonah, I mean, last, I mean, what do you think about uh, this Bron this year?
5: Could yeah, be got, his um... another topic to get to, so I'll try to make it quick, but um, you know, uh it is it's hard to say this is his best year just looking at his body of work but it's hard to like it's it, it'll 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 take a lot for him this year you know the top you know a lot of his previous years that he had you know and even like going back to his early days in cleveland you know and of course i feel like the peak of his career was when he was with the miami heat i felt like that lebron was just was just playing with his head on fire um so what he's doing at this age is, is highly incredible. It's, you know, it's only, you know, we've only seen Tom Brady do this in another sport in in basketball. I don't think we've ever seen anyone, you know, at this age play, you know, at as high as a level as he's playing at and he really hasn't lost a stride. So I I felt like he's kind of like plateaued in a way, like he's still great, but it's just like, how greater can he get, you know, Okay. I feel like that's yeah. hard for him to just top his past work, but
0: I'm listen. So LeBron, Listen, I I I like a lot of people are betting on Bron, uh, when it, when his it uh his fifth MVP or sixth MVP. This is his uh Kyrie. This is his fifth MVP. This was, this would be his fifth MVP.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fifth.
0: yeah, that would be his fifth MVP. A lot of people are banking on him winning his fifth MVP but we go we move on to the last topic last but not least the all-star teams uh so they recently were announced a couple of days ago uh a lot of controversy devin booker just made the team uh he's replacing anthony davis but once again is one of those you know consolation type of you know here you go you know he's not here so a lot and lebron even came up with a statement he said devin booker is one of the most underappreciated players or he said most underrated players if you guys could correct me on that uh so LeBron showing one of
1: disrespected players right you know
0: and you know to a certain extent you know I do believe that when it comes to these all-star snubs so I, I don't necessarily disagree with LeBron with those comments I mean just what was your thoughts on the all-star teams overall who you felt got snubbed and from the west to east side and who you thought that made the team, but you just thought, you know, you wasn't really impressed with them making the team. They shouldn't have. So, I'm going to let Chris handle
3: this one. I'm going to let it swing to Chris. All right. So, I've been a big fan of his this year. And even though he's hurting tomorrow, and, and I talked about this earlier, or a couple days ago, even though he was hurt, I felt like he was still disrespected by not getting an All-Star nod, and that's Christian Wood. I don't care if he, if he hasn't Play basketball in February. He's averaging twenty two and ten. He's shooting forty two percent for three and fifty five percent from the field. How is this man not in the All Star game? How is he not an All Star?
4: Hmm.
3: This is of, and this is the first year of his best contract that he's ever gotten. But Anthony Davis, who's not averaging as many points or rebounds as Christian Wood, still got the nod. And he was hurt too when he got when he got voted in. So I think that, I think that's very disrespectful, in my opinion. Ha. Very
0: disrespectful.
3: I think so. On the so I'm not done. So on the East, <laughs> I, oh no no. Even though the Sixers are number one, I understand why he's there. Ben Shimmer should not be in the All Star game.
5: Oh, mm. his
3: spot should be should be mm. Trey Young.
2: Uh, uh, they're not winning. They're not that's winning. That's what though. I'm they're saying. Winning. Winning.
3: You were oh, doing man. so what well, is well. Winners are If Bradley Bill was a starter, so what does that mean? Well,
2: okay, hold on. Nah, he no 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 <laughs> Chris, you can't do that because you already know how badly been getting held, bro.
1: Come on, you can't do I that. Understand. I understand. Chris Young is ever, ever no, 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 twenty-seven no. and nine. What more do you have to do, bro? Hey, come but... on now. Come on,
4: 27. Uh, bro, if, 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 if yo, yo listen, put Bradley, it this way. But you can say the same thing way. about Bradley, he's putting up 35 and 5. I get that. But he but Hold he, on, wait, hold, hold on. God, God, What's
2: Bradley's
0: respect, respect, it. respect. I mean, Chris, go ahead, Chris. Finish what you were saying.
3: Oh, the, I'm basically saying that he's average 27-9, like Mars said. How is that not an all? How is that not an all-star player? What's an all-star player then? It's 27-9, isn't it? Oh, he made so, some great no, This team is good or bad. If you put up 27-9 on any team in the league, you're an all-star.
0: You know what? Okay, you know, when you put it like that, mm, man. You know, Trey Young shit. I don't know. Bradley Bill do deserve it though. He he's he's um he, yeah, he I mean, deserves he, it. He
3: deserves to be a starter, but you can't tell me 27-9 isn't worthy of an all-star. Well, I mean, you don't ask him. Here, so this it is. <laughs> yeah, well, you compared him to Bradley on, Bill on,
4: and on. Bradley is a starter. So, if you were talking about swapping him, you were talking about Bradley Bill potentially not being an all-star game at all either.
3: How have I said to do swap for Ben Simmons?
4: Well, oh, my, my fault.
3: Yeah, so,
0: uh, okay, so, all right. So, Elijah, you had you had a counter-argument to what uh, Chris has said. Go ahead and get,
2: get to that. So, put it this way. So, what? Trey Young is what, in year three or two? We're at year three. This is their year. Year three, right? So the numbers he's putting up in his record right now, put it in my perspective, if this is happening to Dane, when he was making the playoffs and putting up the same exact numbers in the Western Conference, then you can't really get mad at it. But with Ben Simmons, in my defense with him, it's the fact that, one, he's in, he's in, a, bigger, he's in a bigger market, in my opinion, with the Sixers as of right now. And yes, he wasn't was. he a starter off of votes a, a year ago or, or two years ago at one point? Yeah, all votes, all three years. So it was like he was bound, yeah. So it was no, nah, that, that wasn't going to happen. Maybe now, next, now in a couple years, then yeah, he snubbed. But I wouldn't have put him maybe as a, as a snub. I feel you though, because I, I love Trey Young.
0: But. I think this is will ever be a snub unless he just has an injury filled season because he he's progressed. And improving, so he is a franchise player too. A superstar I, talent, so I think he's. I mean, but himself. I mean, I. My fault. Go I ahead. understand the trade young squad. If you look at the stats, and you know. No, no, go ahead. No, you made some great points. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyrie. You go ahead and take away that.
4: Yeah, my fault. Bro. But I was saying, I feel like Ben Simmons pushed himself into this third straight All Star game because he just shows his dominance. All- in an all-around fashion where he he could put he can put up 15 points, a, like I said earlier, he could put up 15 points a game and be an all-star because he's so he's sort of good at playmaking. He averages eight assists and eight rebounds a game, and he's one of the best defenders in the league. So I'm I see what you're saying, Chris. If you're putting up numbers against numbers, but like if a, a player that's just as dominant as this all around, I feel like they they get the all-star now just because they show you a little bit more.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Ben Simmons is dominant all around. He could practically average it. He's bound to average a triple-double at any given point every single season and lead his team very far in the playoffs. So, I mean, but Zach Levine made it, and the Bulls aren't necessarily uh, that amazing as well. So, I can see why, from that perspective, Trey Young should make it because wins and losses aren't really a factor anymore in the All-Star. I'm not sure when exactly it was considered and when it stopped, but uh, fair arguments. I mean, uh, Maru. Just what was your thoughts about uh, the All Star teams and who you felt got snubbed? Who you think that made the team? You felt like it really didn't deserve it. Another player should have took that spot. Well,
1: I, well, like Chris said, me and Chris talked about the Christian Wood situation, and I feel what Chris is saying. So, in my opinion, I felt like Anthony Davis and Chris Paul should be should have been swapped out for Devin Booker and Christian Wood from the Rook. They should. Yes, they sh- they Christian Wood been. over Brandon Ingram? They shouldn't have got in over mm. there.
2: Wait, wait—is Christian Wood over Brandon Ingram? Over yeah, Brandon Ingram. I- I'm putting A- BI in there before Wood. Yeah, I was I'm talking about Ingram, bro. I said anything, I'm no,
1: I'm saying. Oh,
2: but I'm saying instead of instead of instead of Booker and um and Wood, it would have been um Booker and BI. I understand.
3: Anger was a snub too, technically. I don't remember that. I mean,
0: I mean, Chris, are you fine with playing Brandon Ingram over Christian Wood as a, if you was to do that?
3: If you had I, to mean, I could see that, but it, I, I'm just mad that an injured player that one injured player didn't make it that but it had better numbers than another injured player. That's why that's what I didn't like.
0: Well, like I said, the, the franchise market definitely plays a critical part in that one. So I guess you know, LA. So definitely. But uh back to you, Mark, before I finish off what
1: you were saying. And I feel the same way about Chris on the East. I don't feel like Ben Simmons should have made it in any type of way.
0: And you felt like, compared to, yeah,
1: like, all, like, all star, like, like, you got, like, even though people don't think about it like this, like, they're resume builders. Like, they go on your resume, they go on what you accomplished in the league. Like, and for you to average 27 and nine, it's just like, yo, what more can I do at this point? So, like, I mean, everybody's always going to have their opinion, but. I just felt like Trey Young could have made it over Ben Simmons. Chris Paul
0: making it really surprised me. I mean, I didn't – I mean, yeah, Chris Paul's still, you know, a relatively great guard. But, you know, I didn't – you know, yeah, him making an all-star team took me back by surprise. Yeah, and then he gave Devin Booker the position due to Anthony Davis being hurt. So, I mean, uh, Kyrie, I mean, just what was your thoughts about, uh, you know, the all-star, the teams being revealed, you know, East and West and who you felt got snubbed?
4: Um, so I'm gonna start off so I'm gonna start off by giving a shout out to my guy, uh, DeMontis Sabonis and getting his first all-star Now nah, He re- he's replacing Kevin Durant who got hurt. But mm. I feel like Sabonis should have made it in the first place anyway. He's got he's having a career season. He's putting like putting up like 21-12 in and six, and he's trying his hardest to keep Indiana afloat. I definitely think he should have got that first All Star. Definitely,
0: definitely deserved that
4: All Star night, in my opinion too. Um I also wanted to give a shout out to my guy Julius Randle. Got his first All Star night. He's having a great season. So I'm you
0: know happy. what? I was kind of iffy on that, Kyrie. I'm not going no,
4: no, no, I thought. Right, I thought about you, bro, and you was talking about Tobias Harris. No, he deserved it over Tobias Harris. I don't want to hear nothing.
0: Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can pull up the stats, Colin. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Julius
0: Randle is he, he is balling out though, but, but why his hair is Harris too, man? I mean, he's
4: hey, oh, he, definitely could have made it in his own right, but o- over my guy Julius, no, I, I, I can't give it to him.
0: Oh, yeah, all right, okay, okay. I mean, Chris, what do you think about Julius Randle's spot? You think that was an a agreeable decision to get in? Sure it was, that?
3: sure was, all right, sure was. I'm not a competitive now for the first time in a decade, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, we gotta
4: throw us a parade or something, bro.
2: Hey yo, Chris. Hey yo, Chris. You're, you're all right. You good?
4: <laughs> Let's throw a parade, man. Everybody, it's cool. Keep
0: going, Kyrie. Keep going.
4: So yeah, I just I just wanted to give my two guys in the East a shout out. And I uh, but who I think is the main stuff, we just mentioned mentioned him before is Brandon Ingram. He's putting up pretty much the same numbers as last year, and where he where he was an All Star for the first time, and he didn't he didn't get a nod. And he's getting snubbed off of people's snubbed lists lists, and I don't I don't understand. So and he's doing all of this while like playing alongside the emergence of Zion. He's playing with a new coach and a new system and he's just showing how well he's adapting. Yeah, the Pelicans aren't playing that well, but they've still been a potent offense. A big part has become been because of Brandon Ingram, who's one of the top young scorers in our league. One player you mentioned, Kyrie,
0: was Zion. He made his all star. It's kind of felt expected, but then kind of felt of a surprise too as well. I mean, what do you guys thought about Zion making the team? Well deserved?
4: I'm I'm happy Zion made it. I uh, I I could definitely see why. Man, he's putting up great numbers too, and he's playing like one some of the most efficient bat, like historically efficient basketball. So I'm I'm not mad at
2: it. Well, you know, what's it your two cents good. on that,
0: Lodge? You you agree with Zion too?
2: Well, does oh yeah, I, I definitely love it, and it's just amazing that like his style of play just, just <laughs> does not fit his size at all. And me and Kyrie laugh about it all the time because if y'all don't really realize, he really like six five. Like low key <laughs> and the way he played. Just, just think about that while while you watch it, um, and just putting in your mind. He's six five out there. Uh, he everybody just bouncing off As soon as you thought, touch him, Zion,
0: Zion looks like six, six, six eight to me. I don't bro,
2: know. he's not six seven, bro. I'm telling he you, he I like you, I'll give you six six. It's like, six he's six, six five, bro. That six, boy's six, five, three, four, bro. Six, six. It's bro. the weight, man. It's, you,
3: it's just a modern Charles Barkley.
0: A day, wow, yeah, modern day Charles Barkley. He yeah. just
2: he just way
0: more athletic. No, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Lodge, You know, uh before I, I, I we ended off, did I touch on you that I get to let you talk about uh, who he felt was the snub, all star wise. Nah, uh, there's
2: no there's no point in really me bringing up any any more points because everybody bring up the real names. But I did want to point out one like crazy thing about the Western Conference is the fact that the way Damian Lillard playing right now. That man is not 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 in the starting lineup, which is that's amazing be, felt, to me.
0: I like I lost the whole all-star process to I me. Mean, I just now I'm just like indifferent.
4: He had Portland on like a nine-game win streak that the week they voted. Bro,
2: by him no CJ, no Nurkis, just wild, bro. I mean, With no, no. <laughs> yo, that's yo, come on, bro. That man need to be in the starting lineup. I mean, excuse me. Maybe I'm not I'm not saying over Curry, but over just can come off the bench. Luka. He can come off the bench. Over yeah, I'm Luka. saying he can come off the bench. Luka. I mean, nah, Luka. then been... can come off the... bro. No, he's not winning games right now. Again, in that situation, Dame needs to be in the starting lineup because he's winning games. They're putting up the same numbers. Over Luka. he needs to be in the bro. I'm telling you, Luca, I'm not saying, bro, there's no such thing under your little all-star selection. You was a starter that year, you was to come off the bench that year. You still an all-star. Let Dame start, yo. That that's the only problem I probably honestly had, but I'm not too mad about it because I understand why.
4: But no, I definitely had a problem he, just because the, the times he got snubbed in the past. Like when it comes to the All Star, I'm funny with Damian Lillard because we we all know he got snubbed like twice in the past when he definitely should have made it. Absolutely, no doubt. I mean, Chris, you think you think Damian Lillard should start over
0: Luca? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Mar, you on the same sentiment too?
1: Sure is.
0: Mm. I mean, Kyrie, you, you want the same sentiment, too? You feel like you should have started the
2: thing? You hear me, bro. You hear me.
4: You hear you?
0: I
2: hear you. Listen. Just well, think, though. Damon, da- Damon step in the starting lineup, that would be crazy, bro. Damon, Steph, I feel, like out for Steph- that I feel
0: like Steph and Luka is just more dangerous to me. I don't know why. <gasps> I feel like it's more it's more dangerous. It's just more uh, uh, effective and just, yeah. All right. I like it. Listen, it was a great – episode appreciate each and every single one of you guys for coming on here and uh for episode 32 thanks a lot for the uh for the fans uh tuning in and uh, showing us love we definitely appreciate it uh thanks a lot joining For coming on here thanks a lot lodge Kyrie, chris mark appreciate you guys this is definitely a great episode uh you guys can follow huh all right you can follow us on instagram at restricted zone pod and you can follow each and every single one of us individually on Instagram. We'll leave it in the description. You can also follow us on Apple, Spotify, Google Pop- Google Podcasts, and other streaming uh, sites, too. So we'll definitely keep pushing more content. So thanks a lot for everyone tuning in. Have a blessed week.